What is up, everybody? It's Friday. You know what that means. It's another edition of Curveballs and Share Shots. Well, I'm still here, your boy, Brandon Tanguma. But after Tyler didn't show up last week, now Dominic isn't showing up this week, but we still have an illustrious and esteemed co-host. That will be Tyler Gunderson live from his car. We've done many of car slash truck podcast before we've never done a in truck zoom podcast tyler how are you doing today and i'm just trying to honor the good old days the good uh the original curveballs and chair shots day i'm doing this from the car on my way home from work doing all right today it's it's been a hell of a week we'll just say that to, just to say the least monday i was on my way home, home from bowling um and i'm in haley's car by the way too not even my own car Uh, Monday, I was on my way home from bowling, blew my tire. My tire completely just exploded. So uh, that was a good start of the week. And from there, it's just been, it's, it's, yeah, I'm at a loss for words for how this week's been. That's nice. There may or may not be some curveballs and chair shots drama that I'm not privy to because, you know, I don't work at American All America Label, whatever the hell it's called. Tyler uh, is apparently under review for, conduct detrimental to the to the podcast what is that i have no fucking clue but telling me i don't know what it is either that that's what it that is what the higher ups uh tell me so it's going to be a little bit different podcast obviously sorry if the audio quality is a little different tyler uh, is just straight up zooming from his phone but i mean let's be honest we've had a lot worse audio quality here on curveballs and share shots before so uh we're going to do some sports like we normally do and then we're going to switch it up. We're not going to do wrestling. No, if we have any wrestling questions, we will address them. Maybe a little bit of wrestling talk, but we're going to do some pop culture entertainment. So half sports, half pop culture. I mean, Tyler, what a novel concept. I don't think any other podcast in the history of podcasting has ever done such a concept. Off the top of my head, I couldn't think of a single one that has ever done that. That is, yeah, no, just can't think no. of anything at the moment. No, nothing of that sort. Nothing. Exactly. So uh, let's get on into it with the M. LB standing starting uh, with the American League East. We got the Toronto Blue Jays, Tyler's Toronto Blue Jays at eight and five. The Yankees and Rays a game behind with Boston six and seven, and the poor Baltimore Orioles down all the way at four and nine. So Tyler, um, you're you're out. Your Blue Jays standing atop, obviously, you know, not running away with it after two weeks, but uh, they're living up to the hype right now in first place. Yeah, they're looking they're looking pretty good at the moment. I like where they're at. I wish they were a little bit higher up with, with like the way that lineup is set up, they should be absolutely fucking demolishing teams. But the pitching isn't showing up as it should be. Uh, I know I wasn't here last week to talk about it, but we've seen bad starts from Jose Barrios. Uh, losing Robbie Ray, I realized I forgot he was gone and he had signed elsewhere during the offseason. Losing him was a detrimental piece to this uh, Blue Jays rotation. Uh, Hyunjin Ryu hasn't been uh, performing very well, but still, the offense still fucks. They still are getting the job done enough. Uh, the Orioles being in last place, still, they're playing hard baseball, man. You can't, you, there's nothing, no other way to say it. They're playing hard. They're giving it their best effort. Uh, we got to see a little bit of them being A's fans this past week. So it was cool, cool to see that team. We don't see them very often uh, and see them play actually good baseball. Yeah, the Orioles, I think they have like a top five like pitching staff or something. They're, pre- they're really good at pitching. The problem is they have absolutely no hitting. They've only scored 28 runs 
so far, obviously last in the division, I believe last in the league, maybe even in the majors. So, I mean, the Orioles struggling at the plate, but they do have some promise um, on the mound. Very young staff, very promising staff. So something for Orioles fans, if they're out there, you know, something for them to look forward to. Uh, let's see, Red Sox, um, you know, under 500. I have, I think, more faith than you did. It, it's not, you know, it's not pretty right now, but uh, 53 runs uh, allowed to 50 runs scored. So uh, the offense is doing its thing with the big lineup, but kind of similar to the Blue Jays. They're not exactly uh, the pitching staff isn't living up to the hype. They've had a little bit of a you know tough start to the season. They've had like the the Twins. I think they played the now they played the Blue Jays. I don't know, but they've have not done so well thus far. So maybe uh, I'm going to have to join you with the Red Sox eight. Yeah, I mean, and they're kind of like the other side of the whole Baltimore thing. I know you you uh, you compared them to the Blue Jays. They're like the opposite Orioles. Now they're out here. They can score a lot of runs, but their pitching staff is just absolutely atrocious right now. So, yeah, the uh, the Yankees and the Rays. I mean, they're kind of like where where we thought they were. The Rays. I think they just as long as they just kind of stay right around here, you know, third, second place. Wait for those arms to come around. Uh, the lineup is absolutely banging right now. 60 runs score. That's the most in the American League East. So they're the offense is doing their thing, but the uh, the rotation of bullpen, something we've come to know and love from the Rays, it's, isn't exactly living up so far, but I think that is because uh, so many of those star arms are hurt. Moving on to the Central. So uh, surprisingly, the Cleveland Guardians, seven and five, lead the division, leading the White Sox by a game, followed by the Kansas City Royals, Dominic's Detroit Tigers, and those Minnesota Twins down all the way at the bottom. I mean, Jose Ramirez, I talked a little bit about it last week. He's absolutely crushing it, kind of overshadowing Stephen Kwan. He's leading the league in, I think, most offensive categories. So, I mean, not just him. I mean, the entire Cleveland lineup is banging right now. 68 runs scored, a plus 25 run differential. Um, Tyler, can this keep up throughout the entire season? I don't think it, I don't think it can, but I mean, it's just crazy. Cause you think of Cleveland and what they've been doing the last couple of years. And we just think of them as they're, they're just fucking breeding arms over there. They're, they're bullpen monsters. They're pulling out starters that are fucking just like Tr- Tristan McKenzie came out last year out of nowhere and was a Cy Young candidate. Like there's, they got fucking guys over there that can throw. But it's their offense that's actually the one leading them to be contenders, leading them to be winners right now. It's it's kind of weird to see, but yeah, no, I don't see this sustaining at all. I mean, the uh, Jose Ramirez, I could see his production staying there and, and possibly. Be- oh, we got connection issues. Tyler has spazzed out. A guy that comes oh. in and takes the AI. But I'm gone now. Yeah, you were spazzing a little bit. Okay. But well, as I was, if, if for those of you listening, I was trying to say that Jose Ramirez is a guy that can absolutely take the AL MVP. Uh, but the rest of the offense, I just can't see keeping that production. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you. I think, I mean, in this division with it being kind of weak, that I think the the Guardians could kind of you know stay afloat, fight for a wild card spot. I assume. Uh, the White Sox will eventually just kind of run away with the division. Now the Royals, you know, kind of surprising. I mean, it's five and six. It's two weeks in the season. You can't draw too big a conclu- conclusions right now. But um, I think the, the Minnesota Twins are probably the biggest surprise just because of how terrible they've been thus far. 
uh, you know, 49 to 41. So a minus eight run differential. Um, the offense isn't exactly clicking like I think we thought it would be. Uh, they have had, you know, some tough opponents, you know, playing the Dodgers. They played the uh, Mariners. So and the and the Red Sox to a degree. So um, I think they will turn it around. But I, I forget exactly where I was at the beginning of the season. But I, you know, I just didn't think that they were going to you know, make they didn't make that one big move to really get them over the top. And I think we're kind of seeing that right now. Well, that that was the thing is we saw this this same kind of pattern with the twins last year. And like you said, like uh, uh, Carlos Correa was a big splash, but they also got rid of Josh Donaldson and some, some other key guys. And I just don't like, it wasn't like they were right on the cusp last year. They still needed a few pieces and they added some pieces, but they also lost some pieces. So I see them kind of, they kind of stayed mutual or neutral. Sorry. is the word I was looking for. They kind of stayed neutral this off season. I, agree uh tigers um has me i don't think mickey has hit his 3000th yet he was oh, only he's uh, nine right now or two nine 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 only a hit away he was intentionally walked in the eighth inning with runners on trying to pull up scores at the moment where are the tigers oh it was a postponed game due to rain so they didn't even play yet so hopefully maybe tomorrow he yeah. can uh, get his hit uh, well of course uh, moving on of course it's going to be tomorrow because that's the curveballs and chair shots. Look, all the good stuff happens the day after. Well, I mean, I, I guess I put the cart before the horse last because I said that it was going to happen in between. And of course he, he comes up one hit shy. So shows what the fuck I know. Uh, then move it over to the home, the home division. We get the Los Angeles angels leading the AL West at eight and five, only a game, a half game back is those Oakland athletics. Uh, then the Seattle Mariners, seven and six. Houston dropped off a little bit in the past week at six and six. And the Texas Rangers, um, a disappointment so far at three and nine. Uh, I guess we'll start with the homers, you know, talk about the A's a little bit, get a little bit of a reprieve after a tough road stretch, get a four game set against the Orioles, winning three out of four, uh, playing Texas coming up this weekend. Uh, but kind of unfortunately, the big news throughout the entire week has been the attendance. Um, Tyler, if you want to talk about the actual on-field product, or would you like to talk about the off-field product? First? Well, the, problem is, the problem is being a, a, an A's fan, and, and you said it best when we did our season preview, you are the more optimistic A's fan. Um, you talked about sustainability earlier, and, and that's another thing. Of, I just think that the A's don't have the sustainability to stay in second place or make a push at the wild card. They are playing exciting, fun baseball right now. But you wait till they get into the dog days of summer and, and the long season for those young guys, it's going to be tough. And I think that's that's when we're going to start losing steam. And, you know, we, we got to enjoy it while it lasts. The attendance shit, though, is crazy because it's always the outside sources. It's always, I think I've seen Bob Nightingale talking about it and all these other big market that don't see the big picture of the fact that, yes, we do have low attendance, but Look at playoff attendances. Look at fucking wild card games. Look at when we had guys on that team that were noteworthy. We had good attendance. It's our ownership that's fucking us over, that doesn't want to spend money on players, is the reason why nobody wants to fucking show up to the game. And it's not even just a player's thing. They're fucking over season ticket holders. They're fucking over just regular fans by raising prices, cutting amenities. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a shit show. It's a full shit show. 
So of course nobody's going to show up to the goddamn games. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you. And I, I mean, they just ignore the fact that it's a Tuesday, Wednesday games against the Orioles. No one's going to want to see the A's, let alone watch them play the Orioles. The Wednesday game was moved up three hours with like a two, like a less than a day's notice because of they're trying to avoid the rain, but they don't talk about that. They just say, Oh, look, you know, no one showed up, which I was at that game on Wednesday Two that was 2,703, the lowest attended baseball games, 1980. And it was sad. People keep saying that, but I seem to remember one game getting played during the, I think it was during like the, uh, it was in Baltimore. But I think there were riots going on, or there was something going on where nobody was allowed into the stadium, but they still played a game. Well, I don't know if you remember, Tyler, but uh, this little thing called COVID, COVID-19, where nobody was allowed oh, to go to the games. COVID games. I mean, that you know, not the lowest attendance. I don't want that on their A's. I don't want that on. I don't want that bad juju, all right? But yeah, I mean, I, I went to the game Wednesday, and it was a sad sight. I was sitting second deck in right field. And I could hear the umpire calling balls and strikes from my seat. Like, I mean, on one hand, on one hand, that's sad, but on the other hand, that's pretty fucking cool. I'd love to go to a game like that. It seems, in, you know, it was. I mean, it was interesting. But uh, I was trying to get some amenities, and of course, I'm sitting in a section where there's like three, five people in the entire section. I literally had to walk like all the way around the the stadium, go to like behind home plate just to get just to find a station that was open. So we're yep. going to the game tomorrow. Hopefully they actually have some concession stands open because it was sad how many, you know, stands they had closed and how there was like nothing going on on that game on Wednesday. Yeah, that's I mean, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. But, you know, don't blame don't blame the ownership, blame the fans for not showing out. You know, that's that seems to be their uh, their prerogative. But then, you know, when the Giants come to town or they do some sort of thing and it's like 30 and 30,000 people show up, then they're not going to talk about that. Yep, exactly. Exactly. But on the field wise, I mean, I agree with you. Uh, I'm happy that, that they're doing well. You know, take three out of four against the Oars. That's, that's what they should do. Yep. Going up this week or this weekend against the Rangers should be a litmus test. Even though the Rangers have been struggling, I still think they're a good team. And especially like the pitching of the A's is going to get tested against this lineup. So I'm excited to see. Uh, what they do, but I, I said it as last week that as, as long as they just kind of you know fight the entire season, stay around 500, and don't go on a giant losing streak, that I'm perfectly fine uh, with this season. Um, outside of the A's, uh, we got the Angels. They've they've bounced back. Houston's kind of fallen off. Mariners kind of staying in the same place. Uh, anything kind of outside the A's in the AOS that kind of intrigues you? Well, I know I was a little bit higher on the Rangers, and I, I, you know, at the right now at the moment they are playing absolutely full, but I think that could turn around at some point. I think uh, I think something's gonna click here, and and they're gonna be doing all right for themselves. All right, moving on over to the National League East, those New York Metropolitans, red hot, uh, ten and four a full four games ahead of the Atlanta Braves who are six and eight. So the rest of the division is below 500. Uh, so it goes Atlanta, Miami, Washington, and Philadelphia. So right now the Mets, I believe hold the biggest lead in the majors at four games. Um, can they keep this up 
unlike the Guardians, where we think they're going to fall off. Yeah, I think the Mets can keep up their play, but I feel like the Braves have had such a tough schedule that they're now and and they're of I course, mean they did open up against the Reds and the Reds are probably the worst yeah. team in the league right now. So you can't say they but have they, a, an easy schedule or a hard schedule. Yeah, they they also had to go and play fucking LA as well. Um but I have a feeling I have a feeling once Ronald Acuña Jr comes back Shit's going to get fucking wild. And also, speaking of shit getting wild, we're about to get a live on-air ordering at Popeye's because uh, wifey's hungry at the moment. And I am also hungry, so I'm about to stop and get Popeye's. You, you want this order or you want me to mute? I mean, I me. think I think we need to hear what, what the Gunderson Popeye's order is because, you know, I got an order. I know what I order, so I want to know what you guys get. All right. Pull on through the window. We'll pull them to the window right now. Let's let's see what the Tyler and Haley Popeye's order is. I know everyone has been waiting for this moment the entire life. This might be peak right. podcasting right now. Can I get a number eight combo? What was that? Uh, spicy, please. Thank you. Um, can I get uh, French fries with that? Uh, yeah, French fries. Uh, sweet tea, please. Um, uh, can I get uh, ranch on the side and then hot sauce as well? Ask if they have hottie sauce. Uh, can I also get a number nine? Same thing, spicy as well. Yep, with uh, french fries as well. Uh, can I get a darker pepper, please? Uh, can I get ranch as well? And hottie sauce? Uh, and then can I get hottie sauce, please? Yes. All right. All right, and that'll be it. All right, thank you very much. I just got honey sauce because I didn't want to correct myself again, so... No, you, you um, don't get the hottie sauce, the Meg the Stallion. Is that what no, that is? That is what it is. So usually I've been ordering Popeyes online, so I kind of forget the combos. But I think you just ordered a number three, a, a three-piece tender, and a five-piece tender. Is that what you just I ordered? Did, I, I did just order that. You're right. It's been fucking fat ass over here knowing the Popeyes orders. I would have. I, I, I haven't ordered Popeyes in forever. I still would have known that just because of my, you know. I used to go to Popeyes all the time. Thank you. Used to go to Popeyes all the time. Well, we we got I got the app, so I just uh, go online and I just kind of usually I do like a family meal or something. So uh, that's 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 the way to go. And just you don't got to wait in line at the drive-through because I don't know you know what Popeyes you're going to, but the one over here by the house is always packed. Yeah, see, I, I come over here. I was the only person in line. That was must be nice. Yeah, I, I love it. Nobody comes to Popeyes out here. Because you got all those white people living out there. That's uh, true. That's a fact. Um, They're all going to KFC. I don't even know if there's a KFC around here. I have a, I have an El Pollo Loco closer than a Taco Bell. Mm. That's it's it's weird to me. I'm not. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that. Uh, what the fuck we're we talking? About? We're talking about the East. We're talking uh, about the East. 
We were talking um, about I, I was saying that the Braves were gonna go crazy once Ronald Acuna comes back. Yeah, I, I mean I agree. I mean, we kind of both said that if Acuna and Matt Olson, you know, go off this season, then Acuna is probably gonna get the MVP. And um, if he show you know, if he shows up and the Braves are below five hundred in May, because it seems like he's gonna be there first week of May. That's what they're shooting for. He's playing another box yeah, thank you. He's playing in uh, AAA right now, doing a rehab. So, yeah, this is a he's, three-two one. He's looking, he's looking good at the yeah. moment. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna mute him. See, there you go. Uh, but going to uh, the other teams in the division, uh, Atlanta. I mean, we were just talking about Atlanta. I don't know why I was just saying that. Uh, Miami. I mean, they're at five and seven. I, I mean, I think they're gonna probably fall off to last place eventually. Then, like Washington. Uh, they're okay, but I think Philadelphia has been kind of a disappointment as well. You know, three and seven in their last 10, uh, struggling at the moment. I believe they're playing the Brewers right now, don't have the, the score up to date, but uh, Philly definitely needs to get their shit together. They have allowed 67 runs. So, once again, the pitching staff has been the, uh, the bugaboo for that team. And uh, the the lineup isn't like lighting the world on fire, but the, the pitching staff is, again, uh, biting them in the ass. So, uh, Tyler, if you want, you can you can unmute again if you're uh, done getting your Popeye's order. So let's move on over to the National League Central. Uh, the oh, one moment, one moment. He's got a always oh, pain, you know, sh- shaking that fucking debit card, credit card. Debit or credit. It's debit because you know, he doesn't have a credit card yet, even though he's 22. Yes, 22. Oh, he's got a credit. It was a baseball credit card. Look at that. Fancy, fancy. He's probably got like a 25% APR, but that's okay. That's all right. Uh, uh, we got the St. Louis Cardinals tied with the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, Brewers technically have a game. Uh, they're eight and five. Well, the Cardinals are seven and four, but. Uh, winning percentage Cardinals technically in first place, followed by the Chicago Cubs, Pittsburgh Pirates, and Mr. X's Cincinnati Reds. Sorry, Mr. X down there at uh, two and 11. Uh, they have lost nine straight and uh, right now got the Apple TV up and they are losing currently to the St. Louis Cardinals uh, four to one. But uh, those St. Louis Cardinals, they were my pick to uh, win the division. I mean, they're also my pick to win the pennant. So right now, you know, they're kind of living up to the hype 15 plus 15 run differential with 50 to 35. So um, the pitching staff is definitely shown out thus far. Can that keep up? Possibly. Who knows? Uh, but my boy, my pick for the MVP, Nolan Arenado definitely uh, has been doing the damn thing. We talked about J Ram uh, leading uh, most of the American league in uh Offensive categories. Nolan Arenado's right there. If I don't think he leads everything, but I, I think he leads uh, home runs, uh, you know, RBIs and other things of that nature. And then you know, pair him, pair that with the elite defense that he has. And if the uh, Cardinals can can stay in first place, I think he is kind of a lock to be the MVP. In my opinion, I know I might be a little biased, but uh, Milwaukee Brewers second place. Um, you know, I was I was more down on them, but they have found a little bit of a hot streak, winning their last four. Um, Tyler, your thoughts on the uh, NL Central right now with the Cardinals and the Brewers, the presumably top two teams right now, tied and first place. I mean, I'm sorry, Mister X. I'm sorry that this is happening to you. You guys had a good team last year, and you guys just kind of exploded on yourselves per se. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, there's not very much for me going on in, in the central other than uh, what's his name? Col- Colton Wong. Is he in the central still? Sure. Is why it, not? Is it Colton Wong? No. Tommy Pham. Tommy Pham wanting to fight somebody, wanting to fight Luke Voigt. Yep. For that despicable dirty slide, which wasn't actually dirty, but. No, when I first saw it, I was like, eh, this could be a little misconstrued. I can see where people are upset. But upon further watches, I'm just like, this was not a dirty slide. Like, he he was going into the bag. It just so happened that he was there. His arms, his Luke Voigt's arms were up at, like, the exact right point where Stevenson kind of turned around and they kind of hit each other at the same time. So, uh, just bad timing, I think. Shout out. Also, I'm going to, you know, suck my own dick again. Seiya Suzuki, my rookie of the year that I just kind of pulled out my ass. He's lighting it up right now. Um, kind of the only real positive note for the, the Cubbies. But, I mean, that was kind of the only positive note going into the season was what Seiya Suzuki could do. Yep. And uh, Pittsburgh Pirates, they're there. They're not in last place, so positives. Uh, then in the NL West, we got the Los Angeles Dodgers claiming first place over the Colorado Rockies, but they are still 8-4. and four. Uh, followed by the San Diego Padres, nine and five, San Francisco Giants, eight and five, and the Diamondbacks down at five and eight. So uh, currently a four horse race, Colorado still sticking around. They have not fallen off a cliff since last week where they were uh, holding a pretty steady lead in first place. Uh, Tyler, do you think the Rockies can keep this up? Are they the Giants of 2022? No fucking chance. Not a chance in hell. The goddamn. I said it at the beginning of the year and then I like for the first week I was like damn are the Rockies about to make me eat my words but no the whole trading Arenado thing and and releasing that contract just to give Chris Bryan a fucking big contract they're idiots they're just idiots that are looking into wins I, I don't know any good piece of that of that team at all other than maybe the underdog mentality that I'm sure they have but you're in a division with two absolute behemoth of teams and you're just not going to be able to to withstand a full 162 and be able to do anything of any sort of damage i i mean i agree i I don't think i can definitely keep this up i think we talked about uh the guardians and uh some other team oh the mets and i think definitely the rockies are probably the third out of those three teams that could uh, keep this hot stretch going. So yeah, I, I don't think they're going to be able to, to keep this up. I mean, they do playing cores that can kind of elevate the numbers a little bit, but uh, I, I mean, I think at the end of the day, San Francisco is still going to stick around, even though they have struggled a little bit in the past week uh, and San Diego, as I said, if they can just kind of keep, keep their head above water and wait till Titi shows up in June and July, uh, they'll come around, but the Dodgers, I mean, they're the Dodgers. I think they're going to win a whole 400 games win the division, and they are on track to do that. They've only lost three games at nine and three. And Cody Bellinger, we were kind of dogging him at the preseason, but um, he's kind of found it. He's not exactly lighting it up, uh, you know, like his rookie year, but he's not atrocious. He's not a liability right now, which I think is a very much a positive because if he can just, you know, bat 250, have a gold glove caliber defense, he's definitely viable and usable in that stellar lineup. Any thoughts on that, Tyler? Uh, I, I agree. If you did hear me, I agree. Oh, whew. sounds like Tyler is chewing on some gravel right now. Absolutely love to see it. Uh, then 
Uh, that is it for the uh, MLB. Let's move over to the National Football League for a little bit. Just a couple little news and notes. Uh, first off, something we did talk about. Well, maybe we should talk about that right now because we don't know what Tyler's going to sound like. But uh, Debo Samuel, he is with the 49ers for now. His contract is coming due. He wants a bigger contract, especially after the monster season he just had. Uh, pretty much doing everything for the 49ers being their top running back and their top wide receiver. Uh, for whatever reason, they can't exactly come to terms. And it came out this week that he is demanding a trade. Now, it seems like every team in the NFL should trade for him. But Tyler, any teams you think will trade for him? I I don't know, because I know if you trade for him, you're going to want a big or he's going to want a big contract. So we, that, you know, my first thought was Kansas City. But then, of course, they didn't even want to pay Tyreek Hill. So why are they going to, you know, go for Debo Samuel? I just maybe the Saints because they, you know, with with losing Drew Brees and a lot of pay cuts here and there. And and who knows what's going on with the whole Michael Thomas situation. They're going to need a guy that Jameis Winston could throw absolute fucking bombs to. So why not? You know, that'd be a big move for LASIK Winston. Hey, bro, if 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 he gets fucking if he gets Debo Samuel. Sign them up. They're going undefeated. Exactly. And so is LASIK Winston, the fantasy team for Johnny Roca's full team keeper thingy majiggy. Fucking 19 and 0, brother. Exactly. It's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Whatever Tyler just said. I love it. I love the name. I was asking, am I I lost? Can you not hear me? Tyler, hope, Tyler, you dr- Tyler, you drowning? You fucking- Tyler, st- stay calm. Don't die. Fucking A. Am I still drowning? How do I sound? You sound absolutely fantastic. Is that, I can't tell if that's just sarcasm or if I'm actually back to normal now. You sound like dog shit, but that's okay. Speaking of dog shit, let's talk about Travis's favorite quarterback. That would be his quarterback, Derek Carr. He got, uh, we talked about this last week, but wanted to get Tyler's, you know, thoughts on it. If he can actually say some words, uh, sign a contract extension. Technically can, I think they can get out of it kind of every single year. So it's not exactly, you know, big old commitment by either side. Uh, but Tyler, your thoughts on the uh, Derek Carr extension. I mean, first off, do I sound okay? You sound better, but you don't sound perfect. Okay. Um, I, I just think because they went out and signed Devontae Adams, that of course they're going to go out and give Derek Carr this big extension. You don't, you don't give Adams that big contract if you're not going to pair him with Carr and, and do the whole thing. So I knew, I knew a contract extension was coming to the extent of $120-something million. It's a little high for what he is, but, hey, he's getting the job done. So we're going to see what, what can happen now. He has no – I don't think he has an excuse now. We, we know that defense has been good. Um, he now has an offensive uh, – a huge offensive weapon. So if he still isn't getting the job done, I think we're, we're kind of shit out of luck. We, we have to bite the bullet on a three-year contract or a three-year extension. But I, I'm hoping I'm, – I'm very, uh, very hopeful that this works out. 
he said in the press conference that he was either going to be a Raider or he was going to be golfing. Do you believe him when he says that? Or do you think that's just, you know, speak? And if it does go to shit in the next week, you know, year or two, that he would just go somewhere else and play for another team? It's all, it's all fucking locker room, rah, rah shit. If, if, if the fucking money was there, he's taking it. He's going where, where somewhere that'll make him happy. But the Raiders are the only team that makes him happy, Tyler. Yeah, yeah, fucking bullshit. Bullshit. All right. Uh, we all know Tyler, big basketball guy. Tyler, just real quick, have you been, do you know anything about basketball right now? Because if you don't, it's fine. Right. I, just want, I just want to see where you're at in your basketball playoff what? knowledge right now. Warriors have been playing pretty good. 3 and 0. Um, Only team to do so, that. Yep. Um, I know the Nets aren't doing too well, if I'm not mistaken. I think they're doing not too well. There you go. This is the type of analysis you've come to come here for curveballs and chair shots. Uh, the Grizzlies, Grizzlies are, are are beating up on them T-Wolves. I know that. There you go. That's there's your extent. That's All right, that's, that's the, the tr- only that's, thing that comes That's the uh, that's the Tyler basketball analysis but uh the, the big kind of surrounding story for the playoffs so far has been uh injuries right now the uh, phoenix suns tied with the new orleans pelicans but uh devin booker some people might say tyler looks like devin booker especially right now he doesn't have his glasses on so Fuck yeah I, Fresh, I mean freshly haircutted last week or last month ooh, i mean we got devin booker on the podcast right now so uh how's your hammy how's your hammy doing says that you're gonna be out two to three weeks is that uh, is that legit do you think you yeah, can come back a little sooner um, I'm pushing, I'm, I'm going to try and push it to a week, but you know, I got to think about my career. I'm a young guy, uh, you know, yeah, this I is mean, one playoff of hopefully many for, for the Phoenix suns that I'm going to lead them to. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, you're going up against the Pelicans, you know, a young scrappy team. You got Brandon Ingram. They got CJ McCollum. Uh, they are, they're thinking they could do some damage, but I, I still think that your uh, Phoenix suns could, uh, you know, get the job done, but that uh, second round is probably going to be uh, an issue. Well, maybe not an issue because we got the Dallas Mavericks who don't have Luka, but yet they're still doing work against the Utah Jazz, leading two to one. I mean, I don't know how the Jazz are down two to one right now with no Luka. I, I think it's time to just kind of blow that up and get rid of, you know, either pick Rudy Gobert or uh, Donovan Mitchell or get rid of both of them because obviously it ain't working. And this has been a team with promise for however many years. And just no matter what happens, yes, you know, you play with the warriors. So that's going to kind of overshadow you, but I mean, they got to figure something out and probably blow it up because this is not a good look. Speaking of those warriors, as we said, lean three Oh, I mean, on cruise control, shout out Jordan pool. I knew he was good. I know he's had kind of a breakout season, but now the country, everybody's kind of showing, I mean, he, he's playing out of his mind. So he's been playing better. Than what he was doing during the uh, the regular season. So shout out him. They'll be fine. Uh, it uh, kind of depends if they play Memphis or uh, the Timberwolves. I think Memphis is going to uh, figure it out after that uh, big comeback yesterday. Uh, Tyler said Brooklyn Nets. I agree. Down 2-0. Hate to see it. Couldn't happen to a better team. I'm, I'm just here for the Kyrie Celtics uh, Boston drama. That's uh, That's fun. Yes. Yes, give me all the fucking drama storylines. I love it. I fucking love that shit. Uh, right now we got the uh, Milwaukee, not the Brewers, the Bucks, nope. uh, up thirteen against the Bulls. I think they're gonna they handle business. But once again, Chris Middleton, he's dealing with the knee injury. I think his is maybe a little bit more serious than Devin Booker, but he's also gonna be out a couple weeks. Definitely, uh, the rest of the series. Uh, I lied. Philadelphia holds a three zero lead. 
uh, against the Raptors. You know, they'll take care of business. And then uh, Miami holds a 2-0 lead, but currently they are down a little bit to the Hawks. But the Hawks, I think they just play different at home. So, I mean, as long as the, the Heat don't give up a, a loss in Miami, I think they'll be able to get it done. So, do you, do you think this is the year the Sixers can do it? Can they break the curse? Can they get past the elusive second round? I mean, probably, because I think this was because years, I feel like every single year I picked the Sixers. I trusted the process. They were going to finally do it. And I think this was the year I kind of jumped off the bandwagon and said that I'm done. I'm not putting my faith in them anymore. And I kind of put my allegiance with the Bucks. I was like, okay, I'm done with the Sixers. They're, de- they're dead to me. They've disappointed me too much. And then now, of course, now that I have, you know, I leave them, they're probably going to do something, but it's okay. They're going to face the heat in the next round. And my heat are going to take them down. Positive vibes. Positive, Positive vibes. vibes. Always, always. All right. So let's move on over. We're done with sports. Let's get on into the fan mail segment. There is no Dominic. I could put it in post. I didn't run this by you, Tyler. Or you can do the jingle yourself, or I do the jingle. I don't do any jingle. I've said since day one, and anytime I've filled in, I will. I could never fill the shoes of Dominic Hobson. I will never attempt to fill the shoes. So I will not do his gimmicks. So we will not do his gimmicks. We respect Dominic and his gimmicks. So let's get on over into the fan mail segment, otherwise known as. It's time for Mr. Hicks's questions of the week. Bum, bum. Oh, thank you, Dominic, for helping us out. If you guys are an avid listener, tell us which episode that was from. And if you get it right, we'll give you a thumbs up because we're too broke to afford any gifts for you guys. But uh, first, over to the Instagram, we get uh, Big Daddy asking us a question. Uh, just a general sports question, not exactly a particular one. Um, a lot of people think that uh, Nikolai Jokic is going to be the back-to-back MVP with the chance of the Nuggets getting swept should regular season awards such as MVP and Cy Young and et cetera voting should be done after the postseason, or should it not matter if players play well in the regular season, but disappoint in the playoffs? Um, for me, at least I feel like when they do well and hold on, I'm about to stop my train of thought because we're Haley's right here and I'm going to give her her food. Got out the number one fan, Haley, number one fan. Uh, she getting the three she getting the three oh no she is getting three because we all know tyler's got to get his uh, dr you know pepper my... he's got to get the uh, the dr pepper but um for me personally you know i see where he's coming from but uh i i, I think you i mean you should just do the voting after it is a regular season award you don't want the playoffs to cloud that now i know we're big soccer podcast and like the oh, major yeah. tournaments, they do do like kind of like a tournament uh, award. So like, you know, most goals scored and MVP and type, you know, kind of that stuff. So maybe, you know, you could see, you know, implement that. I mean, you no, know, we have like Super Bowl MVP or, you know, World Series MVPs and stuff like that. But maybe you could do one where, uh, you know, kind of a separate one or you recognize that it is a regular season award. But I mean, for the most part, I don't think that ever like clouds people's judgments when you look back like yeah like in a moment you'll be like oh Clayton Kershaw had a fantastic regular season but he shit the bed in the playoffs so he doesn't deserve the Cy Young but we look back with you know five years later we look at his numbers like man that guy was good he led he won the triple crown he definitely should have won who cares what his postseason number should have been yeah see and it scares me how much we're in the same mindset to where we even had the same idea of like having an award or 
kind of like a because you brought up you know we have finals MVPs and World Series MVPs, but nothing to recognize the full length of the postseason or or the playoffs and whatever your respective sport is that you like. Um, so we have our regular season MVPs and things like that. Why not have a postseason MVP to where like you know a guy like you know Jokic if he were to be performing well but gets knocked out in the second, third round. He's a guy who's, who's kind of putting a team on his back. Or like Trey Young last year, who was very energetic, was putting the team on his back last year. Um, giving those guys recognition for what they did in the playoffs, I think that should absolutely be um, added. Just give, give people more awards. Why not? Fuck it. Yeah, everybody it's gets, not participation. Award. Everybody gets a trophy. That's right. Everybody get a trophy. Uh, so we, we do not have a live Johnny Roca question, unfortunately, probably because we kind of did an earlier podcast, but uh, we did, aka me, did skip over one of his questions from last week. Um, but he says, so the uh, the missing files of J-Row, uh, April 17th is National Cheese Ball Day. Shout out cheese. Thank you. Nice. Yes. Uh, uh, let's talk Cheetos for a second. Do you prefer crunchy Cheetos, Cheetos puffs, Cheetos popcorn, Cheetos balls, or cheese balls? So just the standard, I guess, generic cheese balls. Uh, your thoughts on hot Cheetos. So Tyler, your thoughts on the Cheetos. So I, I have two takes. I have two takes. I'm always a big fan of the hot Cheeto popcorn just because it's like very easily melts in the mouth. Just love, love the hot Cheeto popcorn. And hot Cheeto fries. I, I will choose hot Cheeto fries over any hot chip any day of the week. I could eat those for days. I love hot Cheeto fries. Uh, yeah, I'm with you with the hot Cheeto fries. You know, back in middle school, high school, you know, everybody had hot Cheetos because it was kind of the cool thing to do. But for whatever reason, I never really liked hot Cheetos that much. Like I liked the the lime ones more, but I never was like in love with like just eating hot Cheetos all the time, like what the kids would do back in the day. But I have kind of come around. I have liked, I think, hot Cheetos more in my older age. So that's uh, been in a, an acquired taste, but uh, yeah, I like the, the Cheeto fries, but I think overall, I think I just like regular Cheetos the best. Uh, I mean, I never think I've had like the Cheeto popcorn. I do like regular pop, like, you know, regular flavored popcorn and stuff of that nature. So I would assume I would like the, the Cheeto popcorn. But I just never had it. Uh, regular cheese balls, like generic stuff. No, they're cool. I can, I can crush those. Like you go to Costco, get like a however many, like two pounds of it. That's, you know, three feet tall bin of cheese balls. I can, I can crush those. So the, the, the problem is I need to like, when I'm watching things, my hands have to be moving. So usually it's sunflower seeds, but sometimes the sodium gets a little high in those sunflower seeds. So it's like, I got to take it easy on the salt. I get myself a big three pound thing of uh, cheese balls. And I just go to town on some cheese balls. There you go. You know, you got to get the uh, the big sunflower seeds that are lower in sodium. You can't get like the Davids or the Spitz. You know, you got to watch your sodium intake, Tyler. I know. You're telling me. I get the redu reduced sodium uh, Davids, and they're still like – I was looking at my bag of uh, barbecue Davids yesterday, and it was uh, – for a full bag, I think it was like 3,000-something grams of sodium. And I was like, damn, that's not good for my body. It is not good for your body. So uh, let's move on to Mr. X. 
thank thank you to Dominic for sending these over because I still, in all these years, do not have access to the Curveball and CS Gmail account. So, did you ever, ever attempt to hack into it? I wonder what the password would be. Um, I I might have an idea. I haven't really tried it because I do know a password that he used for something else. So I don't. I, maybe he just uses the same password for everything. Because I don't know who would do such a thing. I, no one just uses the same password for everything. That's so dumb. If the, if you get hacked, then you know. You know, yeah, having the password for everything. Hmm. We're definitely never sending our passwords around. Nope, 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 never. So, uh, greetings, greetings, Mister X. Uh, I know you're going to talk about it, but I don't want to talk about it. I just, uh, I'm just trying to keep in mind that it's still early in the season. Amen, brother. Amen. Amen. You know, you know, your first to eleven wins or eleven losses, but you can always be the first to you know twenty wins or something like that. You just get on a hot streak. Just positive, positive vibes. Uh, with talks of expansion in the MOB the next few years, what cities do you see having teams? I've already read that Dave Stewart, shout out, is looking to bring a team to Nashville. Also, is this really needed? So I believe the three teams, you know, Nashville, obviously Vegas, but who knows if that's going to be an expansion team, Charlotte, uh, Montreal, so Nashville seems like it has some steam behind it at the moment, but uh, you're your thoughts on uh, MLB expansion right now. And it's, and apparently it came out that it's like, it's going to be a thing probably in the next three to five years, which I think everybody's trying to get to that magical number of what, 32 teams or whatever. I think that's what NFL's at at the moment. It's a nice round number of, you know, eights and things. Yeah. Something like that. So um, I think Nashville would be a good, good baseball town. I know they have triple a because they were affiliate of the A's for, for a little bit there. I don't know if they still are. But they're a good sports town. They got hockey over there. They get, you know, Tennessee deserves it. And this, like, I, I've been seeing, and this isn't, this isn't Tennessee, but this is Georgia. Uh, do you have the Savannah bananas come up on your TikTok? The Sav bananas? All, all the time. All the time. I fucking love them. I fucking love them. And I think, I think bringing sports down that way and bringing it into Nashville, you get fun things like that. So. Uh, I, I'm down for it. You know, I'm not a big expansion, you know, uh, in on where p- teams are going and all that kind of stuff. It's kind of like, Hey, if they show up in this town, if this town gets a team, fuck yeah. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm down for more teams. So more guys get paid, more teams have job, more people have jobs, but you know, and with that mess, the only question I would have is I know next year, they're going to start trying to implement doing every team plays every team in the MLB. Does that fuck that up to where they can't do that anymore now? Or do they have to now? Well, I mean, you, you would have to for scheduling sake. There has to be two teams. You have to you know, keep it even. So, I mean, and they're already going to you know, limit the amount of division games. So it'd be, not, you know, it's 19 right now. You yeah. move that down to whatever it would be, 15 or 12. And everybody plays everybody. Um, that, I mean, that is a tough ask. But I'm kind of with, I mean, Nashville seems cool because we have a team there already, but I mean, I would really love to see Montreal or, you know, even like Vancouver or like, you know, a different Canadian city or, I mean, maybe Mexico city, but that would almost kind of be kind of similar to Colorado. We have that high elevation where maybe it would kind of mess up. I mean, maybe bring a team to Puerto Rico. That'd be fun. Fuck it. But I don't know if they would actually do such a thing. Uh, Crap. There we go. Here it is. Um, Then for some reason, the new 
uh, the now legendary video of the and boom goes the dynamite guy popped into my head for some reason. If you were a sports caster, what would your catchphrase be when calling an amazing play? Oh my God, that video is so goddamn funny. And boom goes the dynamite. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm always bad at that. I would like, I feel like I'm just, my comedy is pure imitation. If anybody knows me, they know I, I make my stride in quoting movies and quoting things at the right time. Um, so I love Dallas. And I was going to bring this up. Is Dallas Braden not doing the pound town anymore? Uh, I don't know. Is I haven't that, really been I have, paying attention. I haven't heard it at all this season. And it was weird because I brought this up to Dominic at work because when the A's announced that Dallas brain was going to be there for all, all 162 or whatever, or 160, whatever games they call. Um, I was seeing a lot of people hating. There was a lot of Dallas Brayton hate. And I always thought Dominic was in the minority uh, for being a Dallas Brayton hater. And a lot of people were talking shit on the all aboard next stop pound town. I fucking love it. Gets me hype as fuck. So I wonder if maybe he was seeing those comments and they told him, Hey, can't do it no more or what, but yeah, very upsetting. I don't have a catchphrase that that's kind of my way of beating around the bush and saying, I don't have a catchphrase. Yeah. It's not exactly the most PG thing in the world uh, to be saying, but I mean, I loved it. I mean, we both have the, the pound town tie dye hoodie, sure. which I, I was rocking on the Wednesday game, which I got nacho cheese on it, but it's a tie dye hoodie. So it kind of matches the aesthetic and it goes with it. So, and you know, it was definitely on purpose, but uh, I mean, well, Sportscasters and saying uh, not appropriate things. I mean, Tom Bradman did it. So, you know, Dallas Braden could say not inappropriate things. Never forget. Exactly. Never forget. Uh, Mr. X, I'm sorry I'm not giving you a uh, a good answer because I'm kind of with Tyler. I, I mean, if I'll, I didn't want to read these ahead of time because I ne- never read them ahead of time, but maybe this was the one time I should have and I could have thought about it a little bit, but... Um, and boom goes the dynamite, and <laughs> boom, boom shakalaka. But that would I'd get a season of right. so pretty much. I mean, I'm with Tyler. Like it, the only thing I could think of is just things that already happened. So maybe we could be like uh, part of my take and be like uh, uh, Chris Berman, who just makes up weird kooky nicknames for everybody. Yep. Uh, then uh, here we go. Mister X's NHL update in NHL news: the smoke is beginning to clear on the playoff landscape as it stands now. Florida, Toronto, reigning champs, Tampa Bay, and Boston are moving on in the Atlantic with the rest of the division eliminating, eliminated from contention. In the Metropolitan Division, Carolina, New York, Pittsburgh, and Washington will play in the postseason. In the West, only Colorado, Minnesota, and St. Louis have secured their spots at a chance for a cup for the cup. Calgary has clinched the Pacific Division, but... Oh, fuck. Uh, but the race, what the fuck? Well, Dominic doesn't read this off of a picture, he doesn't. You know what, Tyler? Shut the fuck up with your drunk sounding ass. Maybe we should just, you know, since your your thing can't handle it, maybe we just don't do video so you're not breaking up all the time. There we go. So, there you go. But you know, Dominic isn't reading this off of a message that can you know go darker than it clicks out sometimes, but and it's at the bottom of the screenshot. So Calgary has clinched the Pacific Division, but the race to see who will be joining them in the playoffs, with the exception of Anaheim. Sad face, sad quack quack motherfucker. Quack quack. San Jose, sad 
baby shark or whatever the fuck we say. And uh, Seattle is too close to call with only several games left to play in the regular season. The Montreal Canadiens uh, legend guy Lefleur, who won five Stanley Cups with Montreal, has sadly passed away at the age of 70. Peace and peace. Peace and peace. The flower, as he was known, still holds several records for the team to this day, including most assists and points, and is tied for the most goals in a season with 60. Definitely knew that. Thank you, Mr. Yes, 100% knew that. Yes, yes, yes. All right, so moving on to some wrestling questions that Tyler can definitely answer. As uh, are the secondary titles, I see in the U.S. dead in the WWE. They just don't feel important to me like they did 20 years ago or even 10 years ago. Um, I mean, I agree. I I mean, we've seen neither one of them were defended or even made an appearance on WrestleMania. Um, We've definitely seen a decline in the past few years. I mean, the IC title was kind of the typical ladder match match at WrestleMania at WrestleMania. Yep. Uh, the US title, the, the US title, I think, has kind of fallen off recently. I mean, you did have the, the really good John Cena defense. And then I think KO did something a little bit. But for the most part, like it, I mean, with so many titles, I think the secondary titles have kind of fallen off. And it's just been the uh, the, the main titles with WWE and Universal. Tyler, any thoughts? on the ICDUS titles and where they look right now. No, I a hundred percent agree with you. And the fact that like, even me, the casual fan, when I'm watching WrestleMania, That's being generous. Going, that, that is very, very, very generous. Um, watching WrestleMania and thinking, well, they didn't defend either of the titles at the biggest showcase of them all. Um, so it's kind of, it, it was kind of wild, but I feel like they've been on the decline for, for a few years now. I just don't know how they would be able to, bring them back up even with the unification of the two major titles um i just i I still see them just kind of sweeping them under the rug is it just me or do some of the characters that wwe are producing right now have the wwf 1990 feel 95 feel to them like tony d'angelo who's a mob boss that just so happens to wrestle i don't mind characters in wwe but they don't have to be so cheesy uh, yeah, I mean, I agree. Uh, as you know, we don't really talk about NXT anymore because I don't watch NXT. Uh, I mean, we've been talking a little bit more on the other podcast, but I'll be honest, I don't watch any NXT at all. Uh, and I've kind of seen the same thing as a very character driven kind of product for better, or for worse. Um, yeah, I mean, we're just seeing a thing in general. We're seeing WWE definitely like cater to you know, like the children and kind of the lowest common denominator type, you know, one note gimmick. So it's like, oh, you know, you know what he is. So he's the mob boss. Uh, you know, Seth Rollins is the slimy guy. Ezekiel's in denial that he's actually Elias and, you know, all these other things. So it's not as bad as 95 was because we don't have, you know, TL Hopper and Bastion Booger and Mantar running around. But um, it, you know, it's definitely worse than it's been in a while. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't really do That's kind of out of my realm of knowledge. So big teal hopper fan over here. Oh, humongous. But I will say I did see this week, something along the lines of uh, WWE is now no longer allowing um, their entertainers. Cause I don't want to use the W word. Their entertainers, sports entertainers. Use, that's right. Uh, to use their legal names or anything like that. 
Um, is that, am I right on, on what I was seeing? Yeah, we're seeing, you know, big, you know, everyone's getting their name changed. Even people who have been at NXT for years changing the names. I mean, Raquel Gonzalez is now Raquel Rodriguez because her real last name is Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Um, we have Casey Canzaro, who's, you know, kind of a pseudo celebrity from uh, American Ninja, from Warrior. Ninja Warrior. Now her name is something I don't even fucking remember. It's like so stupid. But yeah, uh, we're just, I mean, I, I hate it. I think it's just really stupid and dumb. Hey, look, my girl Katie Nolan is doing the A's game. Still probably don't want to listen. Still probably don't want to listen to it. But no. uh, then uh, that one more thing from uh, Mr. X. When Roman is finally done with this title reign, who can you see holding the championship for as long as he did? Um, honestly, nobody. No. I mean, it's just like they've done such a, They've done such a great job at building him up and also such a bad job, but not building anybody else up. Now could Von, not Von Wagner, uh, Braun Breaker come up and be like the next big thing and, you know, hold the title forever. Like, yeah, sure. Possibly. But for three years, if that's kind of how long it is. No, nah, I don't really see that. I just see this as being such a special case with Roman that it's not, this is probably not going to happen uh, for a while. I mean, maybe it does yeah. happen again, but that's probably a good thing because that means there's a character that would be as hot and, you know, good enough to hold the title for that long. Yeah, and I don't know if it's just, uh, again, me not watching as much of the product now later in, in life than I did as a kid, but I just remember, like, titles weren't held by guys for that long. You know, you'd see, you'd see maybe, like, six months here, seven months there, but three years is seems like fucking for, I remember when CM Punk held the title for like, what was it? 435 days or something like Ooh, that. It was 434 days, Tyler. Was it really? Yes. I have the plaque right above, right above my bed. So I see it pretty much every day. Oh, God, it was so close. But like, you know, that, that growing up was like, holy shit, he's holding this title forever. Roman Reigns holding the title for three years. I just can't see it being happening. And for me as you know, I like seeing titles change hands and seeing different guys get that, get that run with the titles. So that I, that's just a personal preference in, in my mind, but I don't think anybody can, can, you know, hold it and dominate as much as Roman Reigns has. And I, as much as they built for him to do that, I just can't, I can't see it happening. Yeah. That's it for Mr. X's questions. Um, AW talk. I mean, really the only thing we're going to do was just go over dynamite, but uh, you know, if you want to, you can listen to the bullet cast, but you don't have to. Uh, I mean, I didn't think there's really too much to really talk about on AEW, honestly. Uh, you know, CM Punk match, I liked it. They're building towards that uh, Hangman Page match, presumably at Double or Nothing. They are having uh, the big New Japan Joint Show. So I, I was, I was about to ask, is that real? It, it's called Forbidden Door, but is it really the Forbidden Door? Because everybody knows. AEW and New Japan have had a working relationship. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of tired with the Forbidden Door talk. Honestly, like, it's just such a cliche to, to say it. So hopefully after this, it's, the Forbidden Door is just demolished and we don't talk about it ever again. Yeah. But uh, I, I mean, I'm excited to see what they do just for like a dream match perspective. But I know I'm like in the very high minority of people who would know, you know, everything. So yeah. I want to know from you, Tyler, you know, what does this do anything for you as someone who barely knows AEW and definitely doesn't really know anything about New Japan. 
I mean, so for me right now, it's just kind of like whatever, you know, cool. Another pay-per-view for him. If I was watching AEW, like like I probably should be, because I do want, like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. No, um, explain it, Tyler. How come you're not watching AEW? Even though I keep I telling you how I, good of a product it is and you should probably I, watch I, it. I, I want to watch it, but there are other things that I'm watching at the time and work and, you know, baseball. You know, I love my baseball. I'm watching baseball most of the time. Um, just things like that. Um, but, like, if I was more in in the product right now, I feel like I'd be very excited because of like what you said, you know, the, the dream match opportunities and also the opportunity to now be introduced to a little bit more of New Japan and, and hearing for so many years just how great New Japan is. So getting to finally kind of have, have that, that, and I know you're going to hate me for it, but to have that forbidden door open, Arr. you know? Yeah. So it, it, it's kind of opening new doors for me. So that that I can see as the big draw. Yeah, I mean, New Japan has not been the same like pretty much since AEW started, just because they had such great talent leave the company, and then COVID kind of shut down the American wrestlers from coming over, and it's it's been a whole it's been a struggle for New Japan recently. So, you know, getting them over to the states, and hopefully, you can have you know a bunch of dream matches. I'm not going to speculate because I we can go down a rabbit hole on what they can do, but. Uh, I do wonder what the buy rate's going to be because it's, you know, it's very niche type of product. And it's also a month, I, either exactly a month or like three weeks after uh, Double or Nothing. So you're, and it's pay per view. So you're asking your audience to pay, you know, twice in a month. So uh, that, that should be interesting. Uh, other stuff on AEW, I mean, nothing really too big. I mean, Sam Guevara being an asshole, finally, officially. So that, that's good. Uh, yep. Excited to see what they do for Double or Nothing. But Tyler, you did say you're too busy to watch AEW because you're watching so many other things. So we're going to open the door to you. Tyler, what have you been watching? Well, a lot of movies. I've been I've been watching a lot of movies lately. I uh, just watched a new series and, and Apple TV, because Apple TV is now, you know, broadcasting baseball, even though it's broadcasting it for free, decided to get Apple TV. Uh, Haley was able to get it for, for a few months with her new phone or whatever. Um, so watching this new show called Severance, which we just finished the first season yesterday. Pretty good. It's got uh, Adam Scott in it from, uh, for the people who don't know, it's the uh, brother from Step Brothers. Um, he's also in Parks and Rec and things like that. Pretty mindfuck of a show. I like it. I, I haven't watched a lot of Apple TV product. Uh, definitely want to get into Ted, Ted Lasso now that I have it, but uh, that, that show has been pretty good. Um, obviously I've been trying to keep up with moon Knight. I didn't watch his last week's episode, but I did watch, I believe the first three or the first four or whatever, whatever was before this, this past Wednesday. Uh, I've been watching that though. Have you been watching moon Knight? Yep. Been keeping up with it. Watched the, the last episode. It's, uh, it's a mind fuck and it definitely went down a, a, another rabbit hole at the very end of this last episode. So um, it kind of just threw everything for a loop. So you think you kind of know where it's going and then it just fucks you over at the very end. So I, I wanted to talk to you about that, but can't do it right now. Well, I mean, you could uh, honestly, honestly, well, I mean, the thing is, I don't know like really anything about Moon Knight. So that's kind of the fun thing about the show is usually I go into like the fan theories and I kind of know what to expect with most of this stuff, but whether it be, you know, people not really digging it or whatever, 
I haven't seen too much about it. And it's very confusing with like schizophrenia and different uh, personalities and everything of that nature. I've still enjoyed it, but I just yes. don't know much about the actual Moon Knight character to really under, like, I kind of know where they're going. I mean, I've seen those kind of fan theories of where it's going to go at the very end of the series, at the end of the series. So yeah. uh, uh, do you, just to go off of that, do you think there's going to be a big, cause that's what the rumors are. There's going to be a big, massive kind of payoff at the very, very end with like blade and, all those other types of people to kind of, sh- I don't even know what they, what they call them, but kind of like a, a UK Bridget Avengers Adam. type thing. Oh, okay. Um, I, I See, that's that's the thing is, and, and I think you nailed it perfectly saying, I don't think people are digging this show enough to where like, you know, we're, we, we scroll through social media probably more than we should. And we see the, the theories all over the place and things like that. Like during WandaVision, it seemed like you couldn't look anywhere without somebody having a theory. Uh, we saw that kind of leak over into Loki and into Winter Soldier or Falcon and the Winter Soldier and things like that. Moon Knight, it just seems like people are not into it. Uh, so we're not seeing as many of the theories, which means I'm not seeing as many of the theories. I don't really do very deep dives into characters. I kind of just go off my general knowledge of what I know and things I've read before. So I don't know very much about New- Moon Knight or if he's part of that UK Avenger thing or what. The only thing I seen theory-wise was people talking about Victor Von Doom, who is um, Dr. Doom for the Fantastic Four. And I just can't see them introducing such a big player in Marvel in such a, uh, in such a small way, like in a Disney Plus show that's definitely a movie thing so i just i i, I don't know i don't know do you want to you can spoil this latest episode if you want to talk about it no i don't i don't want to get to it because it is like literally like the very very end and it's kind of hard to like you know explain what's going on because they leave so many questions at the end so i don't want to get into it, especially if there's people out there. I know Mr. X is kind of like a comic book type guy. So, you know, Mr. X, now the Tyler's aboard. I, I know Dominic kind of watches some things peripherally, but if you want to, if anybody, you know, Johnny, Mr. X, if you guys want to send in kind of just random Marvel or even just regular movie entertainment questions, feel free to send those in and ask what, you know, your theory is on Moon Knight or whatever. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, I don't think I've ever heard of a podcast that really talks about Marvel theories or anything like that. We can be your podcast if you have the questions for that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange coming out in a couple of weeks. I've already Oof. bought my already bought my tickets because I wanted to get ahead of that. Oh, my God. Are you actually going on an opening night? No, I'm going the Saturday. I don't do that. But but still, first weekend. You're going first weekend because I know I know we kind of talk Spider-Man and you didn't go out early for Spider-Man. Oh, no, I like the big I think the big movies I usually do it that like that Saturday. I think Spider-Man was kind of uh, it was I was doing something. So maybe yeah. I didn't want but I thought I did watch it like that opening weekend. But usually it's always like the Saturday morning kind of matinee is when I go to watch the the bigger, you know, Marvel, Star Wars type movies. Yeah. I, I definitely got to get my tickets. I'm, I'm very excited for uh, for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I've seen today. It's actually banned in Saudi Arabia. This uh, they're they're not releasing it uh, there because of an LGBTQ plus uh, character being portrayed in the in the movie. So sucks for those guys that they don't get to experience what what should be one of the best MCU movies. Should be, should be. Uh, 
speaking of Mr. X, isn't they don't they say that Dr. X or whatever is supposed to be in the show because they leaked it like in the um in the Professor trailer? X. Professor, Professor X. X. Not a big X-Man guy, to be honest, but he well, they had the actor uh Patrick fucking I can't think of Sir Patrick. Swayze. Now I w- if he was in it, I would fucking lose my mind. How did they bring him back from the dead? Um, uh, Stewart, right? Patrick no. Stewart, yes. No. Patrick Stewart uh's voice is in it, so they kind of I don't know if it was like a, a mess up kind of like with the, the Spider-Man kick of the jaw in the trailer or whatever. I think they intentionally put it in there. Um, but yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be such a fucking huge movie. I'm so excited for that. We finally got a, a teaser for, uh, Thor love and thunder, which is another one I'm super excited for. I, I forget that with, because of COVID, you know, we were on such a track of like three MCU movies a year and then COVID happened and we were getting like one throughout those couple years. I forgot they're, they're trying to do like four movies a year for Marvel plus all the shows in between. So having Doctor Strange come out in what, May and a few weeks here, and then to have uh, Thor come out in July, it's like, fuck yeah. It's about time we're getting our movie, our Marvel movies back. Fuck yeah. Um, any any news, any trailers you've been watching? that in, in te- and I know that Nicolas Cage movie's been getting a lot of buzz, uh, how, how good it is. Yeah, I've, I've seen a little bit about that. I mean, anything Nick Cage is in, I try to watch. Just love, love the guy very much. Such an underrated actor. Um, trying to think if there's any other trailers or anything. Um, what about like horror stuff? I know you're a big horror guy. Is there any big horror things on the horizon that you're looking at? Um, not, not honestly, nothing I could really think of off the top of my head. Um, I just... I, I mean, there's been a few movies here and there that I've seen on like Netflix or HBO Max had a pretty good one that I that me and Haley watched the other or last week or something like that. Can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but um, there there are things. If you go out there and look for the people out there looking, there you could always find those diamonds in the rough. All right, uh, I, I know. Didn't you watch? Uh... Breaking Bad, have you seen anything for like have you seen Better Call Saul at all? I haven't watched I haven't watched Better Call Saul at all, but I want to. I did see Breaking Bad. Um okay. I was kind of talking to my coworker today because he's a big Breaking Bad fan and he's been watching Better Call Saul. And I believe they just the new the final season just started what this past week? It just started this past week. On Netflix, they dropped season five's so the you know, penultimate season, uh last, yeah. you know, I think last week. So I'm Trying to keep up with that. I completely have not watched season five. So I'm trying to stay from season six. So yeah. I'm a full year behind. So, and it's kind of crazy because of COVID. I think they dropped season five in like 2020. So it's been a little, it's been a while since I've actually watched a Better Call Saul episode, like three, four years now. Uh, speaking of been a while since you've watched them, how many American Dad episodes you got piled up on the DVR over there, pal? Uh, well, I made some progress. Uh, okay. They haven't had a new episode in a while. I think I've got it sub 30. Love so to see it. I think it's like, you know, maybe 29 or at 30. So, yeah. So people who don't know, I, I, I've recorded American Dad because, you know, I like, you know, South Park <laughs> and Family Guy and all this stuff. And for some reason, I just kept it was like getting so big because I never was watching them. I have to change the the thing to just say keep all instead of 
five or 15. So I was like, fuck, I'm just going to keep all of them. And it just kept piling up and piling up. And I just never watched them. And so I, I told myself that no matter how big it gets, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to clear it eventually. And so it, it should be the perfect time for me to watch them because they haven't dropped new episodes. I can kind of, you know, get it down to the sub twenties or something, but of course I, I don't do it. And like right now I'm not watching too many things. It's like that's dropping regularly. So I probably should be watching it, but. Uh, once again, it's it's going to be a thing where because it kind of drops in the DVR. I don't see it all the time. That it's, I, I won't start watching it until new episodes come out. And I'm just going to watch yep. one episode a week. So then it's just going to cancel out. It's it's one of my favorite bits every time I come over to your house. And it's just like, all right, what's what's the American dad count out? Uh, count at now. Oh, man. Good times. If when's I'm, the next rest, when's the next wrestling event? When's the next uh, big sports event? Uh, well, big wrestling event will be double or nothing. That's going to happen end of may but you know, somebody Definitely didn't want to go over to your house for that yeah somebody didn't want to go to vegas and you know drop a grand or whatever how much it'd be to to, to go to that but uh, after well yeah. forbidden door is after that we can see forbidden door yeah, might just uh, have to maybe maybe uh wrestlemania backlash i think it's coming up in two weeks oh shit but you know for baseball i well actually no i think two weeks from now we're playing in the morning so that wouldn't have to affect uh my, mm. my wrestling watching so Maybe we do a WrestleMania backlash thing, but honestly, as the name would entail, it's just a bunch of WrestleMania rematches and watching the A's game. Not a great turnout, even though it's a Friday against the Rangers. So we are going to the game. I was going to say, it makes me wonder what it's going to look like tomorrow when we're at the game. Yeah. Uh, So we will go to the game tomorrow. Should be a fun experience. I think so. Um, any anything else you want to talk about? Have you finally have you seen Atlanta, Tyler? I keep telling you how good Atlanta no, is. They dropped keep, a new season and it's pretty good. You keep telling me, and I always it, it, we've just been talking about how I just there is so much stuff that I'm watching. There's too much. If only there was like a place where you can get all these different streaming services together just to coordinate one big place. Not even that. If only like I had just unlimited time to where I could just watch whatever, whenever. <sighs> man that just yeah it's yeah docs horny show on television the good doctors uh still yep. going strong love to see it love to see it absolutely love to haven't see had us haven't had a sex scene since the uh whenever i texted you a couple weeks ago where they had like the super horny episode where they weren't horny for like a couple episodes and they just went full horny for one episode and then they haven't been horny since then so yeah it's a lot of horny and then it's no horny for a little bit and then it's back to a lot of horny yeah Yep. I love it. I fucking love it, man. All right. Shout out Tony Kemp with the warning track power. God damn it. All right. So thank you guys very much for, for listening. Um, different episode. We know hopefully next week we can kind of get back on track. Maybe Dominic and Tyler show up. Or maybe I don't show up and t- Dominic and Tyler have to figure out oh. how to coexist <laughs> and do a podcast together. That's, that would be interesting. Uh, but shout out. Uh, oh, we forgot last week we uh, laid down the ultimatum well, not an ultimatum but uh the compromise that tyler uh if you would like to be uh released from your contract i know you currently are under investigation right now but if you would like to apologize the three parties involved in the infamous don toretto podcast on trapdoor to hell um if you all three you all three parties were to apologize for the words stated on that podcast um, you can be released from your from your contract, Tyler. Would you uh, like to say anything? Uh, no, I'm I'm cool with my current contract. But we did have a discussion. Uh, I don't know if, if, if 
about the potential me not being on for an entire podcast, me maybe just being a sports guy, that that might be more of a thing that that's going to go on uh, going forward. I, I, you know, I love your guys's product. I love everything you guys do. I would not, I would never want to do anything to hinder said product. And I know you're going to say, Oh, you're not hindering it. Nothing not like that. But me being on for the wrestling stuff as a not very big wrestling fan, I'm not going to sit here and lie and be like, Oh yeah, I watched that. Or I watched this. And, and try I mean, and no, no one my, no one does that on this podcast no we watch everything and, and and even if somebody did not saying anybody does but even if somebody did they're actually they have enough wrestling uh expertise or, or smarts or anything wits about them to where they could kind of fumble their way through some shit uh me on the other hand i don't have that so i just sit here sounding like a, a mumbling bumbling idiot to whereas sports that's more my speed so i'm i might just be your sports co-host per se there we go so maybe next week tyler just joins us for half the show which is perfectly fine um next week we do have the nfl draft i do believe so we're going to cover at least the first round maybe a little bit the second round depending on what kind of goes on in that so there you go some big nfl talk next week obviously got mlb standings Uh, nba second round i think is kicking off by that point and uh, maybe we'll talk wrestling who knows maybe we're just now a a pop culture slash sports podcast which definitely is a successful formula that we just discovered right now yeah never 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 ever heard of a podcast to do such things ever before in my life exactly exactly so once again thank you if you want to send in questions uh curveballs and cs on instagram and twitter uh, curveball and cs at gmail.com if you want to send in via email like mr x all the pertinent links are in the description of this here podcast so thank you tyler thank you dominic for sending in the mr x's questions and even doing the mr x jingle yep. so thank you all very much goodbye and good night uh, uh bang. Don't agree with what I know